Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. All right, Eric, so email questions this week. First one is from Claire. She's in your backyard there in West Des Moines. And she says, Eric, I got a big bonus, so big that my 401k is now maxed out for the remainder of the year because so much of that uh, 401k check, that single paycheck went into it. But I still want to save for the rest of the year. Some places I should be looking at for saving. Well, Claire, congratulations. Yeah, that's, really? uh, that's kind of nice. If your income is below a certain level, even though you've maxed out your 401k, you can still contribute possibly to an IRA. Um, if you're married, I'm not sure if you're married, Claire, but if you are, then if that is over $103,000, um, the combined income, then you start to get a phase out whether you're able to make a deductible IRA contribution. However, if you want to make a Roth contribution, now Roth contributions, you do not get a tax deduction for it, but it will save on a tax advantage basis. Um, there's some rules and limitations on uh, when you can take the money out, but it will grow and distributions could be tax-free if you do it correctly. But that moves up if you're married to 193, if you're single, 122,000. So if your income is below there, you can still do maybe a Roth contribution. Those being aside, if you're unable to meet those two criteria, they can also make a non-deductible IRA contribution. So you put money into an IRA. The benefit of that is that uh, the earnings on that would be tax deferred. But when you pull it out, it would be taxable. However, the amount that you contribute to that non-deductible IRA will come back to you tax-free but it's gonna come back to you in very small percentages. So Mark, um, you drink coffee? Mm -hmm, Yeah, well, sometimes, yeah. Okay, Uh, when you have coffee, do you like to put cream in it? Yep, definitely. Okay, so imagine if you will, that you had coffee and you put some cream in it. Now you put the cream in it, you said, oh darn it, I didn't want cream. So how could you get the cream back out of the coffee? Yeah, good luck. You know, you need to have a special, maybe a, the spinning centrifuge or something like that, you know, <laughs> go to lab. Most people just dump it and get a new And cup. start over, right. Yeah. But with an IRA, you have to think about that. If you make a non-deductible IRA contribution, then that's like putting cream to coffee, okay? So it's very hard to separate it out. So down the road, when you take distributions from your qualified plan, your IRAs, some of it's going to be that non or that tax-free portion, that non-deductible portion coming back to you. Does that make sense? So mm-hmm, yeah. let's say you take out a dollar, it might be like a penny or two of that dollar will be coming back to you from that non-deductible contribution. Gotcha. So that's that's one way that you could uh, save, Claire, on a more tax advantage basis. You can look at just investing, you know, just on a taxable basis, which means if you you know buy an investment, let's say like a stock or an ETF or something like that, then any kind of dividends or capital gains that year will be taxable to you. Um, the only other thing that you can look at on a tax deferred basis, if you can't do the IRA or the 401k anymore, um, is that you can look at, you know, annuities would be tax deferred, any earnings on that would be tax deferred, of course. And then if you move over to the tax free bucket, that's where the Roth is, but also life insurance would be another avenue for you to look at. Um, you can save life insurance on a tax advantage basis for distribution if you do it correctly. Also, putting money towards life insurance will, of course, have the tax-free death benefit. So there's lots of other things you can look at to save, and 
the good news is that you're still talking about saving even more after you've already tapped out your 401k. So kudos to you for that. But just give us a call, come in, and we can show you all the different options and the advantages, disadvantages, and any strings attached with going with any of those choices. Well, Claire, great question. Thank you so much for submitting that. Yeah, there's definitely some some good information in there and a lot of things out there. Give Eric a call and have a conversation about it. 515-226-1500. And again, kudos for maxing out the 401k. Again, 515-226-1500. All right, uh, let's jump over here to Ames. And Doug and Ames says, uh, Eric, someone told me that I should start doing Roth conversions with my money in my IRA. But I've always been told that I make too much money to contribute to the Roth. So I'm confused. How does this work? Well, Doug, uh, the person that's telling you that is probably confused with being able to contribute to a Roth versus being able to convert to a Roth. So contributions to a Roth do have a limitation, and it's changed dramatically. It's gone up uh, pretty nicely. So if you are, let's say, married, Doug, then your Roth contribution phase-out eligibility starts at 193000 If you're single, it starts at 122000 So if you go above those limits, then it starts phasing out whether you can make a contribution to a Roth. Now, conversion to a Roth no longer an issue. Now, when it first started and Roths first came out, there was a $100,000 income limit to be able to convert, but that was taken off because the government realized that, oh, well, we're limiting the people that probably will do it, and we'd rather have the tax money now than in the future, so they're allowing anyone to do it. Just remember, if you do a Roth conversion, then those dollars converted are going to be taxed at your highest marginal tax rate that year. So, if you're making a lot of money, you're probably at your highest rate. So you may want to consider, you know, waiting until you first retire to maybe do Roth conversions because your income will be lower, especially if you haven't claimed anything. Your income is zero, and that's a great starting place to be. Uh, the other thing to consider is that if you're going to do a Roth conversion, you might want to wait till the end of the year to do that because no longer do you have this thing called a do-over. So you used to be able to recharacterize. You could do a conversion, and if it caused too much tax, then you could recharacterize it back. Well, that's gone now. So if you do a conversion, it's set. You're going to pay the tax no matter what. So wait until the end of the year. I've told clients jokingly, you know, let's say you do a Roth conversion, and then you have some friends in town, you go out to Prairie Meadows to, you know, have dinner, and, you know, on your way to dinner, you decide to play one of those one-armed bandits, you know, you put some money in, let's say you hit it, right? I mean, you got the big jackpot. Well, now all of a sudden, guess what? Your income just went dramatically up, and you just did a Roth conversion, and you can't undo it. So if you do a Roth conversion, stay out of the casino until <laughs> until until the stroke of midnight on on, on uh, New Year's Eve. Then you can go go all you want. So, but yes, uh, conversion and contribution are two entirely separate things. So always a good idea to move money from tax from 100% taxable or forever tax to never tax. That's what the Roth does. But you also want to do it smartly and understand the the, the pain that you're going to pay now to get that tax free down the road. Um, and that's what we can help you with if you come in and meet with us, Doug. We'd be very happy to talk to you about that. So give us a call, 515-226-1500. All right, Doug. Well, hopefully that helps you. If you're still confused, yeah, give Eric a call and talk with him about doing some conversions. 515-226-1500. 515-226-1500. All right, final question for you this week, my friend, is from Catherine in Pella. And she says, my mom is aging quickly, Eric, and I'd really like to retire to help take care of her. I have plenty of money in my 401k, but I am only 57 years old. Is it foolish to consider retirement at this point? Uh, absolutely not, Catherine. You know, I, and then, you know, that's a very noble thing that you want to do. You're taking care of a loved one, especially your mom. And if you have the means to do it, then then do it. Now, from a tax consequence standpoint, 
I don't know this for sure from the question. However, I am kind of reading into this. If you are retiring and leaving after age 55 and your 401k is at the employer that you were working at, okay, which that's, um, that's what I'm reading that this is. Right. Let's assume. Let's assume that. Yes. And you know what happens when you assume, but we'll assume. That's true. <laughs> so, yeah. You always want to check with your with your advisors before you implement any strategy. That's right. However, there's a little nuance to the tax laws. Now, most people are familiar that I can't tap into things like IRAs and 401ks until I'm 59 and a half. Now, you can always take money before then, but you have an additional 10% tax penalty. So you got the ordinary income taxes plus 10% more. Now, if you're over 55 and you separate from service, that 401k or that TSP or that 403b, any kind of qualified plan, doesn't apply to IRAs, just applies to the plan at the position or work that you're at, you can take money out of that and all you do is pay ordinary income taxes. So you don't, don't have the 10% tax penalty. So if you have that, okay, so oh, being over 55, you've already passed that, uh, that milestone, so to speak. So the only thing you're going to pay is ordinary income taxes on it. Now, is it foolish to retire now? The thing is, you get to spend time with your mom and help her out and make some more memories. I'm assuming since her health is failing that, you know, if, heaven forbid, she passes, you know, down the road in a couple of years, you can, you're still young enough, you could go do something else. Remember, in retirement, it's all about filling your income gap. So I don't know your expenses. And I don't know whether income sources you have coming. I do know you'll have Social Security. And so if you have a gap, you can fill it one of three ways. You can either work. Maybe that's part-time doing something else. Maybe develop some rental income from a rental house or farm or things like that. Or you take withdrawals from your retirement savings. And that's everything. 401ks and IRAs. you got other investments and bank stuff. It's going to fit in one of those broad categories there. And so if that's enough to support what you need to live on, then why not? Okay. Right. Retirement's not about coming into our office. is not about hey, you know, stop buying the latte every morning at Starbucks, okay, and save that money for retirement. You know, don't go to the movies. You know, rent it on Netflix. You know, save that money. It's not always when we get categorized as a financial advisor. That's what they're trying to teach you is hey, you know, reduce your expenses, put that money away for the future. By the time you get to our office, we're telling you hey. It's okay to spend your money. We're helping you do it in the best way possible for you by reducing the tax ramifications, the risk ramifications, you know, making sure you don't live that money. That's what we do here. That's why I call myself a, a retirement planner as opposed to a financial advisor. So we're helping you get that last, you know, run the remaining amount of the race and win. Right, That's what right. we want to help you do. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day, using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal 
principle. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.